Welcome to the first edition of the I've Heard of Both Ways podcast with myself, Ray Adriani, and PJ Hannigan, my co-host. How uh, y'all doing? Yeah, that's his sultry voice. <laughs> so you heard our fade-in song with uh, our favorite band, The Sleepers, from Chicago. We can start talking about things. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's get into the list here. We've got, got some interesting topics that we're planning on covering here. First of all... Oh, I see. I see Ray popping up in the dock right now. So we're gonna jump right into the crown jewel. I think. See, see what. See what uh, I, I think we have to. I mean, you got to start off with Roman Reigns coming out telling everyone uh, that he has had leukemia in his life since I think 11 years ago. I want to say 2007 or eight, and came out telling everyone that it has come back and he will be retiring indefinitely from the WWE and vacating his world heavyweight championship title, whatever they're calling one of the 20 belts they have now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, he did a pretty interesting thing when he came out, as always gets booed to the max, and <laughs> came into the ring, held the microphone up, and soaked in the booze. I think for the last time he got some real heat. Yeah, really just drinking in the hate. Yeah, and then was like, oh yeah, by the way, um, I have leukemia. <laughs> yeah, it's but back you feel again. feel like assholes now for booing me. <laughs> exactly. And so uh, he vacates his title, and he was supposed to have a three-way match with Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman in Saudi Arabia for the WWE's Crown Jewel pay-per-view, which it's under its own scrutiny because um, Saudi Arabia will not allow any women to work the event in the middle of the WWE's push for all of the women superstars they're not wrestlers superstars and uh none of them are allowed to make the trip which makes things interesting because there was a rumor going around that john cena and daniel bryan were going to step in and take his spot in the three-way match um but they both i don't know if it's public yet did you hear that um neither of them wanted to step in because both of them already don't feel comfortable going to the event yeah, yeah I, I don't i didn't find out if it's public or not but uh there was definitely a lot of articles stating it's very possible neither one of well, them are going to be participating well, in the crowd yeah we'll say well. allegedly but they're yeah. uh <laughs> allegedly they're both married to a bella twin daniel bryan married to brie and john cena married to nikki bella who uh were carried the women's division for a long time and now i have to imagine that they're a strong reason behind them not wanting to go if their wives can't go and compete i don't think brie bella still wrestles but i know nikki does uh so that's where we are with that one and and not to mention saudi arabia murdering u.s citizens that's a whole yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother situation, a whole nother situation which i don't even think we have another, to another dip group. our toe into that pool i think we have enough reasons to not watch this one yeah i think we're uh we're here at, i've heard it both ways we're we're going to be boycotting the crown jewels yeah well. we, we've heard it one way yeah we're, we're gonna stick we're with gonna that not one not be not be involved in that one at all and then ironically, this Sunday, the women's division is getting an entire pay-per-view to themselves, headlined by Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella for the women's Raw championship, and then Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown championship. Um, so I think that's 
timing on pur- on purpose from the WWE, I'm sure. Yeah, because in America, you know, we can have women re- superstars. Yeah. Women superstars as well. They they can they can work. Yeah, I think it's just like, no, 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 we know you guys can't go next week, but <laughs> this week you guys can have it all to yourself. Yeah, we got all of you get, get in here because you're not going. Yeah. <laughs> Saving money on plane tickets, I guess. Yeah, well, travel expenses, you know, they, they do get up there. Well, and I'm hearing that rumors are... <laughs> The main event for the Crown Jewel may end up being the Iron Sheik versus the Great Kali. Yeah, that's uh that that is that that could be a good draw. Yeah, I think I heard that rumor in this podcast studio uh ten minutes before we started recording. Yeah. I'm sure how true that will end up being the, the uh, ghost of the ultimate warrior here told me oh yeah he, he filled me in our third uh podcast host he's our assistant is the he's a ghost he's no longer ultimate warrior he went by warrior and he's deceased so the ghost of warrior <laughs> is uh, in our podcast studio whom i met the real life warrior not his ghost um with your cousin mikey yeah and that's, his that's correct his friend kevin we went uh my freshman year of college, I heard a rumor that he was giving a speech or whatever, found out it was true. At I, DePaul, right? Yeah, I knew yeah. a friend um, who was working the event. I didn't think anything of it. Um, so I told Mikey and his buddy Kevin, I'm like, hey, you know, Ultimate Warrior's coming. If you guys want to meet him, we can go to his speech. So we did, and we sat down and everything. And it was kind of weird because it was 2004 five maybe early 2006 and there were like people not protesting but going to the event to protest him speaking and we didn't think anything of it we were just kind of like walking in and everything and then we sit down and he starts talking and turns out warrior is uh super right wing uh even by today's standards <laughs> and um he, he would have definitely been voting to make america great again correct i think saying. i don't even know if this was great enough for him i think he wanted it to be greater even greater okay, yeah sure. and uh so we're sitting down in the speech and everything, and people kept yelling at him through the speech, and he kept yelling back and everything, and people were leaving, coming, going, blah, blah, blah. So we sat through like an hour of him just, at, it was like a crazy old man rambling about his right-wing ideals, and all we wanted to do was like meet him really quick and take a picture, yeah, take and a we're picture. kind of sitting there the yeah, whole time, we, we're like... We, we met him, we yeah, were here. Well, we're sitting there the whole time, I'm like, I don't even know if I kind of want a picture with this guy anymore so we end up waiting till the end and everything and there were some crazy right-wing people who were waiting to talk to him and like oh my god i loved your speech blah blah blah. and then there's me mikey and kevin who are like yeah so we've been fans since we were little kids like it's nice to finally meet you and then there were these three other guys there who like pulled out a backpack of things and were like Oh my God! Could you sign our this, this, and this? And he was like, "Super normal move to bring a backpack what? full of merch to get signed." Yeah, and so he was like, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." He's like, "Do you mind like waiting?" And they're like, "No, no, no! Like we'll stand here as long as we have to." And so he like said hi to everyone, blah blah blah, and then was signing stuff for God knows how long. I feel like the backpack was a black hole. But um, he went from giving a very awkward speech at DePaul to dying, and then a life size cutout of him. 
in his wrestling speedo <laughs> in our podcast studio. So we'll have to put a picture of that up on social media so you guys can... Uh, yeah, so you can drink it all in just yeah, like we are. Soak it in, take in our uh, third podcast Speaking host. of crazy old men and circling back to the Iron Sheik, did you see uh, that, that one article uh, where he went... He went out to a WrestleMania event, proceeded to drink a thousand rum and cokes, and just sit in the booth and piss his pants all night. Well, okay, so I heard a story <laughs> that's very believable based on the story I heard. There was um, it was something through Barstool or something. Um, he was having an event or something, and it was at some bar, and his handlers like sat him down at a table, and like people came up to him, blah blah blah, and he ordered a bowl of spaghetti which they, no. didn't, they didn't make no i just re- i just reread the article <laughs> his his handler brought his own bowl of spaghetti yeah so no no no. this 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 story my story is from years ago and so basically like the guy was like no 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 like just take his order but we have all the stuff to make it so they make his thing blah blah, blah. he had a thousand beers while he was there and never got up one time to take a piss <laughs> he, just he just kept steadily his pissed pants. his pants all night that's a total power move no i don't know know if he wears a diaper or he just like gets soaked but that's how you make people humble i <laughs> i guess i i just piss your pants wherever you are i can't sit in like wet pants from like the rain for more than like a couple minutes without being uncomfortable but i guess when you're like 30 beers deep what's the difference if you can't feel anything yeah, you probably can't even feel feel your legs at that point anyway so it doesn't matter yeah well, in non-wrestling news, The Big Lebowski had its 20th anniversary and got uh, Jeff Bridges, Steve Buscemi, and John Goodman together for a picture on, like, I don't know, NBC or some shit or whatever. Um, but Big Lebowski, cult classic, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was at Kristen's, my now wife, uh, her family, I don't know, it was like an Easter or something at her uncle's house, and we were talking about The Big Lebowski, and her uncle was asking me blah blah have i seen it i'm like oh yeah i actually own it on dvd and vhs for whatever reason um but yeah i have both copies and we're talking about how great of a movie is blah blah, blah. then easter goes by like three hours later we're going to leave and he was he pulls me aside he's like hang on a second i got something for you i'm like uh, okay oh, oh, boy. oh boy so he comes back with like a blank cd it's a dvd blank and he hands it to me and he's like hey don't let Kristen watch this. And I'm like, okay, what is it? He's like, no, 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 you'll like it. Just don't let Kristen watch it. So sounds like a homemade porto. (laughs) That's exactly what I thought. So we get in the car and I'm like, Hey, so your uncle, like right before we left, pulled me aside and gave me this and told me not to let you watch it. Don't let you watch this. So we have to go home and put this in like immediately. immediately. So we speed home as fast as we can, get home, put it in the DVD player, and it's a burned copy of The Big Lebowski. So now I own three copies. I have it on VHS, <laughs> Wait, on there's DVD, nothing, there's nothing special about the and copy. a burned DVD. I mean, I didn't watch it all the way through. I don't know if he like inserted his own scenes. Yeah, or maybe, maybe he has his own commentary I, track on there. Yeah, the director's cut, <laughs> Uncle Don's cut. Um, but I don't know why the fuck he act he's a very normal guy um i don't know why he pulled me aside to give it to me but uh if anybody needs a burn if you need a burn copy i can give it to you well hey all right 
But I think that's a perfect time, speaking of Thanksgiving, for us to pop in for our first sponsor, which I know you didn't know we had, but we do. (laughs) This is news to me. Yeah, and it's uh, from Coop's Mustard, based out of Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. And uh, they have a brand new label they want you guys to know about, but the same great taste of Coop's you know and love. And I don't know if you like Coop's, but I am a fan. Big fan. So they have their yellow mustard, stone ground, Dijon, horseradish, whatever. Pretty much any kind of mustard you could ever want and or need. But the real mustard is the Arizona heat from Coops. It is like the best mustard I've ever had. I I don't know what it is. It's one of those like you have it in the fridge and you want to put it on something, but you don't want to whatever, make a sandwich or put it on a brat or whatever. So I just... uh, goes good on everything squeeze a little bit at my finger and not ashamed to say that i've eaten like half a bottle of coops arizona heat mustard without any food it's, uh, it's, it's a good snack but uh it's thanks snacking food thanks to coops you can find it at your local grocer is that the correct term it's on the sheet here but i'm not sure if it is i'm oh, gonna say that they, they they didn't send me the copy for this i don't i'm know. assuming they spell checked it and uh but uh, i know they have it at the mariano's by me they have it at jewel they have it wherever in the chicago land area based out of pleasant prairie wisconsin check out the bottom of the bottle only <laughs> says hi osh there it is insider tip that's yeah. uh coops mustard and uh, don't forget to try the Arizona Heat line. So we will be moving on to uh, all the Chicago listeners. Family Feud is having a tryout for everyone. And um, my link's not working. Let's see. Here we go. Everyone can try out. It's uh, November 17th and 18th. And I don't know about you. I mean, I, I watch Family Feud. I'm not, like, obsessed with it or anything like my buddies and Kristen watched Family Feud all night long. She puts on Game Show Network, and it's on all fucking night. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I like Family Feud. I just don't need to watch eight hours of it when I get home from work. Yeah, yeah. I, I could. I mean, well, it it depends on who's hosting. That's. I don't know. I think that Family Feud has had its fair share of great hosts. You have the current Steve Harvey. Before was Al Borland the one before him? No, um, the real Peterman actually was. Oh, he, Jay Peterman himself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I know then there was Al Borland and then Louis Anderson was Louis also. Louis Anderson. Was the, he's probably one of my, he's got to be my favorite host. I don't know. If you if you ever go on YouTube and pull up the ones with Richard Dawson, mm. they, they're they're fantastic. There's some like really weird, creepy vibes going on. Yeah, that you can was, really get down with that. Richard Dawson would not be a host with the Me Too movement. Absolutely he, not. It's uncomfortable to watch. I couldn't imagine being a part of it in person, being the girl that he's like awkwardly grabbing at or making some innuendo <laughs> yeah. at. But uh, it's, or just straight up asking for kisses. Yeah, that, I mean, you know. I guess he asked, but whatever. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it was the 70s. It's different. Yeah, so Kristen sent me the link, and she's like, hey, you got to check out Family Feud, blah, blah, blah. We should go, um, like, apply for it. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to be on Family Feud with the people that you're putting together. No offense, <laughs> but 
Uh, so she was trying to go on family and she's like, who should we bring? Like, obviously her and I, and then, um, she was talking about like some people from work. I'm like, no, 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 you got to keep it like where you guys are like kind of a family. And I'm like, yeah, that's the whole idea. Well, I'm like, well, there could be me, there could be her. And then I would obviously have you for, you'd be like the Charlie in that always sunny episode where they're asking, yeah, well, they're asking for random things and he's (laughs) like, uh, what what kind of bird do you eat? And he says, dragon. And it uh, turns out he was one of the people surveyed, so dragon got one point. <laughs> you spend enough time in malls to be a part of a family feud survey. And then I think after that, probably my brother. And I don't know who... Well, uh, actually, Grandpa Pete. You got to bring Grandpa Pete. Grandpa, not, yeah, he's a he's a great. Uh, he he'd be a great asset. Not actually a grandpa, but then there are some close cuts like Mikey. Yeah. Your cousin Mikey would also be a yeah. great fit, but he would. He's he's a wealth of useless knowledge. I think he really is. I think all of us are. All the knowledge we have is useless. Useless, yeah, but that's mostly true. Yeah, eh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, where else do you need like your extensive knowledge? Of well, the problem with Family wrestling. Feud, it, like, <laughs> they give that you always, that always comes in handy. The problem with Family Feud is they give you those like weird topics where you're supposed to like there's they ask a normal question, there are like three normal answers, and then there are seven more available choices. Like I think anything more than like seven, six or seven choices should not even count, but they have. You never get it right because you have those last three that one guy put, like Dragon, one guy put it <laughs> yeah, down. Exactly. And who the fuck's ever going to guess that unless they're the guys who were interviewed? <laughs> What's your favorite water? Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> what? Exactly. You got the normal spring fed, your purified, uh, I don't know, tap water, and then uh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> but speaking of. Bad drinks. McDonald's has come out with a new triple breakfast stack: griller, McMuffin, biscuit, any fucking thing you any kind of all of the, all the different breakfast sandwich options are now available in the triple stack. Which, as a guy who's a fan of fast food breakfast, specifically McDonald's and Taco Bell, looking at the picture kind of makes me a little uneasy. It's uh, the first one we see is the. Uh, McMuffin. So you got the bottom muffin, a layer of cheese, a sausage patty, a layer of cheese, a sausage patty, bacon, egg, and then the top of the muffin. It's the same thing with the biscuit and the McGriddle. And it looks to be like a little too much to handle for breakfast. A really aggressive amount of food for breakfast. I mean, I don't know what I'm eating. I don't know when I'm eating that and then going to do something after. I don't know about yeah. you, but I think... Then you you go, you go just eat that and then you go right back to bed. You go to the bathroom and then go back <laughs> to bed because I don't think anybody's taking that down without making a pit stop somewhere. Uh, so our thoughts and prayers go down to the McDonald's uh, janitorial staff. I guess I so, yeah. yeah they're, maintenance they're... staff or cleaning crew or whatever you want to call it. But uh, Godspeed because these things look brutal. But it's not to say, like I don't I don't know what in the McDonald's test kitchen, which I'd love to go take a tour of one day and just kind of see how that goes. Because McDonald's has good breakfasts, but I think they just decided to put everything they have on one. Yeah, just take all of the breakfast options and make it one sandwich. Yeah, I think the only thing that's missing, I don't know, assume you can get it with a hash brown, is a hash brown because hash brown doesn't come with anything yeah, on just it. Just add the hash brown on there. Yeah, exactly. Well, what's your uh, what's your favorite McDonald's breakfast item? 
Or do you uh, want to do top five? Top, uh, I think I can. I think I can probably do a favorite. I think it's it's got to be the it's got to be just the standard sausage McGriddle. That's a classic. Yeah, it, it it's light. It's good. It's not light, but it's good. Hey, it's lighter than the triple stack. I don't know. Yeah, everything is. I don't know what it is about the McGriddle patties, but like I'll, so I, I like to deconstruct my McGriddle. So if you guy got the sausage McGriddle, I would take the sausage patty, eat that. And then I eat. And you the, just have too many pancakes. Yeah. And I don't know what they're like jacked up pancakes. Like those two buns <laughs> are like, it's like eating four full size pancakes all in one. I don't know what. They put in them, but they are jacked up to the max. Well, it's a uh, syrup; is it's mixed in there, so you know. Well, yeah, it must. That's that's the secret <laughs> that's sauce. The secret right there. I think my favorite breakfast food is from McDonald's, but it's one of those things like, well, if I'm gonna get it, I'm not doing anything after because it's a lot of food. It's like the triple breakfast stack, but I'm getting the big breakfast. You get the hotcakes, you get the egg, you get a biscuit, you get the patty, and then I think that's it. I think it's like some fucking syrup or whatever. But I, I, I will eat that and go lay down on the couch and just roll back and forth because I, I don't know why I get it and eat it, but I get it, I house it, and I have to go back to my house to be near a bathroom and near a couch because yes. I can't do anything else. But if I'm going, if I'm going with something light, I'm getting the egg white delight. The Egg White Delight is like the only thing on the menu that is like hearty, but won't, I mean, it'll, it'll weigh you down in the long run, but it doesn't, it doesn't make you like keel over where they need like a nap pot at McDonald's because you can't make it out of the restaurant without taking a nap. So I'll get down with an Egg White Delight here and there, but I, I don't really eat breakfast often. I don't know about you or your big. The only time really I'm eating breakfast is if I'm like in an airport. Oh, exactly. I'm big on lunch, big on dinner and don't really eat anything until lunchtime. If I do, if I eat breakfast, I'm fucking starving the whole day. I want to eat all day long. Yeah. My preferred breakfast is usually just like real light, like uh, some scotch and a cigarette. And it's normally how I get my day started. Mine's usually coffee, but um, you, you know, know, either way, whatever works, own. yeah, whatever works for. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> So they say. Zing. McDonald's also in the news because the McRib is back. And as a lunch and dinner enthusiast like I am, I know you're down with the McRib. I, I am. Although uh, the last time the McRib was back, I, I got it once. Big letdown. The problem with the McRib, like, it's the same thing this year. Like, it's not back at every location. It's only at some of them. So you have to... It's, really, get, it's really a gamble on if they're going to make it well. Well you, well, you get amped up and you're like, oh, I want to go to McRib. And either they don't have it or they're not moving product like they used to be back in the day. And I don't know what it is. Like, it's either not done well. I, sometimes you get it and, okay... Your mom and I talk about the presentation at McDonald's goes a long way and we're big. Because you're the only two people I know who eat. Actually, that's not true. There's three people that I know who eat the filet of fish. Who's the third? Dan Helfrick. Okay. Well, of course. But um, also shout out to close personal friend Dan Helfrick. Yeah. Hey, Dan. Big in the audio industry. So we hear good uh kudos to him and but your mom and i talk about the presentation of the filet fish because they give you you get the filet fish and then you get the one piece of cheese which i don't know why the fuck there's cheese on there but whatever um so it's it's always cockeyed on the bun every time you take the top bun off the filet fish is like half on the bun half off and just 
all right, I'm already like nervous about getting fake fish from McDonald's and they put it together and it looks like the dude tossed it from across the room and it's like, oh, in the bucket, throw the top bun on, chip that's it out. I, that's how I would do it well, if I it, worked at McDonald's. That's where I got the idea from. I said, if I worked at McDonald's, how I put the filet fish together, toss it from across the room, hope it lands in and close the box. Oh, it's in the hole. But so you get the same thing in the rib. The McRib is cockeyed. The only thing that helps it is covered in barbecue sauce. So you can't see anything. And you're supposed to get... You know, like the onions and pickles on top, and there must be some sort of ration for each McRib because you get like three mini strips of onions, and they're just kind of like put right next to each other, and then the rest of it you get nothing, and then you get like the two pickles on the other side or whatever. I don't know what... I'm looking at the picture right here, and it looks very delicious, but that is expectation versus reality. That's well, yeah, what I want it to pull, look pull like. Pull up a picture of the, yeah. <laughs> of the filet of fish. I bet it looks fantastic. Exactly. Expectation versus reality. But I I like to think of myself as a fast food connoisseur, so I'm kind of – I uh, know what to expect when you get it. Like, you just get watch the commercials and get the idea for it and just, like, hope it tastes as good as it looks because yeah. you know it's not going to look it's like it It's definitely not going to look like it looks in the commercials. Exactly. But – so if if you are such a fast food connoisseur, continuing here with the McDonald's theme, what's your favorite uh, menu item that's no longer with us? From anywhere? No, from McDonald's. Continuing uh, with that theme. Then we, then we can branch off into anywhere. Why don't you that's go? The, that's well, the direction you want to go. When you throw me a curveball, you have to go first. Oh, I have to, I have to, I have to pick it up first. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm... It's probably just for, I think this was actually just a, it must have just been a Chicago market, but the McJordan burger, that was, it, oh, okay. Is that along the lines of the Beef Wennington burger? Exactly. Yeah, okay. that's correct. <laughs> So when I was a kid, we like we didn't. My mom did not get us fast food often. Like it was very rare. Blah blah blah. Oh, it's always, it was a treat. Yeah. So when we were when the bulls were good, we were not getting McDonald's that often. The only time we would get it is when my brother for his birthday. I was like, okay, well we can go get food from like wherever we can go wherever you want to go. And every year without fail, <laughs> he would pick fucking McDonald's. So we'd go to McDonald's. But as a kid, you're all jacked up, so nobody cares. Um, but. I don't know if I ever... I mean, you get like chicken nuggets when you're a kid, too. I don't know if I ever had the Beef Wennington. I'm familiar with it. <laughs> or the uh, Jordan Stacker. What was it called? <laughs> it, was the, it was the McJordan oh, special. Oh, McJordan. Yeah, it was great. It was, uh, it was a burger, and then it was just like a cheeseburger with bacon, and then some like some sort of McJordan juice, or the, the signature sauce was kind of like barbecue sauce. The special sauce. Yeah, the, the juices. The juice, the Jordan juice. The Jordan juice. It was good. It was a, it was a good, good deal. I don't know if I have a item that McDonald's no longer carries that I really wanted, because I, I'm a McDonald's purist in the sense that I like to go and get a Big Mac from McDonald's, but I'm down with their new item. First off, their chicken selects are fantastic. I don't know if you've tried them. They're very breaded, and the chicken is so dry, but I think I like the spices and the breading, so like I'm down with that. And then those artisan sandwiches, you can get it like a grilled chicken on it, whatever. It's fantastic. I'm- I, ha- I haven't had any of those things. I do remember, though, when, the, uh, when they initially had the... The chicken selects or like the chicken tenders, whatever they were. I don't, do you remember what they were called? The chicken selects were chicken selects, but they had their uh, McWings. They had wings. No, not the McWings. The, the I first ate the bones. Time, yeah. 
<laughs> no, the first time, the first time that they had like ch- whatever they were, the the original McDonald's chicken fingers were fantastic. I, it's the same ones. They're it's back. Like, give it's back. Like give the McRib. It yeah, the Get McRib there, is back. Guys. The selects are back, and it's a lot of free publicity right now for McDonald's. No free ads, but free ads if we like your place. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm always down with the Big Mac. The Big Mac is one of those go like. If someone's going to pick up food, I'll just say get the Big yeah. Mac because I like everything on it. Get me a number one, dude. Can't fuck number it up. Number one in the so. Coke. It's an American oh, classic. Whenever I have to pick up food for people, I don't know about you, but I fucking hate having to get them like a drink. Like if we're going back to someone's house and they're like, oh, the Diet Coke, blah, blah, blah. I'm like... Get well, a Diet Coke out of your fridge, dick. Yeah, and it's not like I don't mean to start the whole like McDonald's Coke is better than everything else conversation because well, it that's it's not that, that's not what I'm talking about because it'll be from any restaurant. They're that's, like, oh, grab that's me, just a fact. Grab me a drink, and I I don't mind if I had to carry ten bags of food back for an entire army of people at my house, but if I have to bring like one drink, I'm already in a sour mood before I try any of the food. <laughs> we'll see. Now that I know that, next time we, I have you pick up food, you're getting me a Coke. I just won't. I'll be like, oh, sorry. The, <laughs> no, machine, uh, the, the machine was broken. First, the milkshake machine was broken, and then the pot machine was broken. So it's either coffee or nothing. Yeah. But speaking of food, Halloween's coming up, and Chris and I were arguing over like what to give out for Halloween. She wants to give out like the standard chocolate, blah blah blah, and you and I discussed that the best item to give out to kids on Halloween would be like a Slim Jim because they could crack it open while they're trick or treating, get that treat and fuel, and yeah, fill up the bag with a bunch of fucking candy later. Um, so obviously, so she, you can run to those houses that you know are dishing out the king size shit, and you get the protein in it to like go home for an hour, recover and still get out and get back before seven o'clock you know fill up that sack of candy yeah because apparently now there's actual like a time frame set they've always when had, you can no that's bullshit. they've always had a time frame but like it's never enforced like nobody gives a shit like if you knock on my door at 7 <laughs> yep, 15 and fuck the cutoff off. is seven fuck like, off. i'm still gonna answer i might just <laughs> trick-or-treating's like, over at 7 15 go home kid i'm eating all this candy now yeah i might just be like packing something behind the door just in case <laughs> like i don't know who i i don't know i never answer we like we haven't had a doorbell since we moved in three years ago, and I'm never installing one because I'm not expecting visitors unexpected. So, um, yeah, it's if, not just a drop by kind of deal here. Yeah, like if I know you're coming, I, I'm ready, waiting to hear the door knock. But um, anytime the door knocks, the dog goes nuts, and I freak out. I'm like, who the fuck's outside? I don't, I don't open the door. <laughs> I just like look through the window. I'm like, what do you want? And they're like, oh, I'm here for so and so. I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. And they're like, no, 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 it's free. I want. I'm like, I don't care. If you're going door to door, it's not something I'm interested in. That much I can promise. Exactly. You. But you know what's funny is like how your attitude towards that changes like I, at least for me like when i was little like you would hear someone knock at the door and you jump up and fucking sprint to the door to see who it was like i had Something to exciting. answer the door yeah, as a kid like, like i the doorbell rang and i took off yeah you had to race your siblings to be the one to answer the door it was like the cartoons were like the cloud of dust is like behind you because you move so <laughs> yeah. fast like that's what it is and it was like <laughs> it, yeah anthony and i would like stumble into the door and you open it and they're like shocked at the noise yeah that and then it's some, it. and then it's some dude trying to sell you a bible or some shit yeah but, we're like no 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 you're like, no thanks, but then you're like, oh, fuck you, I beat you here. I, I open the door. I want to sell you these Bibles that you can just take for free from the church you go to. 
<laughs> but yeah, but then now, like, to, to, you someone knocks on the door and you're like, Ugh, fuck, I'm not even getting up off the couch. Yeah, it's all, it's all, well, now it's all like some scam. I'm sure they were scams before, but I remember, like, as a kid for like Boy Scouts, you have to like sell wreaths and the Girl Scouts sell like cookies door to door, blah, blah. Like, you could actually get something wholesome from answering the door. Now it's like, oh, do you want to switch your energy provider for it'll be cheaper for 10 months for a year and then it'll be 10 times the price for the rest of your life and you can never get out of it ever again? <laughs> Or do you want to go door to door and I can help you change your cell phone provider? Like if you if you're going door to door, <laughs> what you have to offer is not worth opening the door for. Exactly. And well, now it's fucking election season, so now everyone's like door to door. Oh, hi, I'm here on behalf of this candidate. Blah blah blah. Like what? I just like to tell those people that I'm a felon and I can't vote. <laughs> That's actually a good one. It also kind of keep people away from your yeah, house. Yeah, like oh, doc, yeah, don't go back there. Huh. Yeah, just stay away from that bearded guy's house. <laughs> Less he, traffic. Uh, what would you go in for? Um, I can't talk about yeah. it. <laughs> Legally, I'm not allowed to, but um, if you were to search my address, it might come up in Family Watchdog. <laughs> no, that's definitely not true. I was looking for, we were looking like looking for some sort of like album art for this podcast, and I was going through Facebook to see if we were like in any pictures together, because we took some at the wedding, but I don't know when we're going to get those back. And... One of the pictures we were tagged in was that guy that you. That was just what I was gonna say. The guy that I was. I was looking. Everyone. I was looking in my neighborhood uh, at Family Watchdog to to see where all the kid diddlers live, and there was a guy that looks like a Mexican version of Ray. And it was like kind of offensive because I didn't think I looked like that guy at all. He had like a shaved head when I had a buzz cut. And I guess we had the same face, but this guy was like 300 pounds. No, he was not 300 pounds. Well, I felt and that he, he had a sweet mustache. I felt that he was a lot chunkier than I was at the time. And it, uh, I, hated seeing that picture i'm like oh god damn it <laughs> fuck i'm like i don't look like this fucking guy but um that remind i was watching the hangover last night and it reminded me of speaking of looking like guys well when everyone would like hassle you be like oh you look like that guy from the hangover blah 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 and it had to suck that he was fat and you weren't fat and they're like hey you look like this funny fat guy and yeah you look like, like this fat guy and it's just because i'm a white guy and i have a beard well exactly and you had like the same hair kind of and yeah. when you put that when you put sunglasses on like you kind you look you look like him your face does but after a while i'd be like okay i get it my face does but my body does not look like this guy <laughs> stop telling me i look like that fat guy who i is fa- is he fat? He's overweight. He's definitely chunky, husky. But um, yeah, he's not like a super fat tub of lard or anything. But he just is uh, not the ideal body shape you want people to tell you you look like that guy. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I I get where you're coming from. But speaking of people look like liking people and trick or treating. Chris and I are going like we're talking about Slim Jim's giving on obviously she put the kibosh on that but I think um if she doesn't come home from work in time I'm definitely handing out Slim Jim's until she comes home. She picked out she wanted to give out airheads and I don't remember what the other one was. I think uh, I think you should just mix them in with the bowl. <laughs> see, well, see what the kids grab. Yeah, let them choose your own adventure candy ride. Yeah. Airheads I'm down with. Like, I would be down with getting airheads when I was sugar treating, but uh a Slim Jim I would also be down with. But what was your favorite uh, Halloween candy that you got trick or treating. Didn't give a shit. No, it's, it's easy. That's it's just classic Reese's, the best. 
The cups? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Original cups. I feel like the cups are getting smaller, though. Of course, everything's getting smaller, but the price stays the same. And uh, I don't know. I, like, I'm not down with chocolate, and I'm not down with peanut butter that much, but Reese's peanut butter cups... Um, I enjoy from time to time. Like if the only if the if it's sitting in a candy bowl at my house, I'm definitely gonna pop some. Either the minis, the full size, but those like what are they called? The big ones, like the one pound of peanut butter. Yeah, I don't I don't even know what they are. I I had it once, it's awful. The peanut butter to chocolate ratio is way off. Exactly. It's just no good. And it it's it's hard. Like it's the other ones are kind of like break apart when you eat them and everything, but those just like you bite into them and it is like chewing on it's almost like beef jerky but chocolate and fucking yeah, it's peanut no good. butter. Yeah, that's the I ratios am. are way off. You just gotta stick with the classic. Yeah, I'll pass on the big cups, but I'll take the little cups. What about like when they give out those minis and they're like, Oh, here you go, you could take one and then you take one and you're like, Oh, what the fuck? They're like, no, 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 take one more and you're like, Oh, thanks for the two minis. I'd rather just <laughs> take a handful. Yeah, right. Do you get trick or treaters by your house? No. No, I don't. Well, you live at like the end of a street, kind of, and there's not... Behind a bar, yeah. There's not... Yeah, there's not a lot of foot traffic. Not a lot of foot traffic. Also right on the lake, but uh, not a lot of children's Not a lot of kids coming by, walking behind the bar to get to my house. We live on like a normal block, like a residential block. Yeah, you live in a standard issue neighborhood. Yeah, a regular house. And um, we don't get that many trick-or-treaters. I mean, we get like at three o'clock, we get... A handful, like five or six, and then uh, throughout the night, we'll only get maybe fifteen or twenty more. I mean, we're not really topping twenty-five on the night. Chris is like, "How many? How much candy should I buy?" I'm like, "I don't care how much you buy. I care what you <laughs> yeah, buy because, because you're going to end up eating it." Yeah, exactly. Because last year we got, she bought like you know those mixes of whatever fucking candy bags and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just telling the kids, I'm like, take handfuls. Yeah. And their little hands take like two pieces. I'm like, no, 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 take no, no. more. Take like four handfuls. And the mom's looking candy. at me like, what the fuck are you doing? We don't need all this candy. And I'm like, I don't need it in my house. This candy sucks, so I want to get rid of it. And your kid's probably going to like it, but I hate it. So she buys airheads. I am down with getting, eating the rest of the airheads. But uh, my favorite candy when we went trick-or-treating, and I wish I knew the name of the company, um, I was like 12 or 13, like right on the cusp of being like too old to trick or treat, but we were old enough to that, know that is the cusp. We were, we were old enough to know, uh, that we wanted, you were like, just running around to load up on free candy. Yeah, exactly. Like I would come home with like a sack of candy and like, that's all we wanted to do. So we would literally like run that's house when you're, to yeah, house. like running with the, like, you don't even have, you have like a pillowcase or something. That's it what, was that's a pillowcase. Yeah. And we, <laughs> I brought two because once it gets heavy enough, I, I don't know why. I thought the pillowcase would break, but I was young enough to be believe that the pillowcase was going to break because it was too full of candy. But I went to this one house as I'm in Rose Street, Niles, and this guy like opens the door and he was like, oh, here's some candy. And he's like, whoa, whoa, wait. He's like, do you guys ever go to convenience stores? I'm like, yeah, we it's go to the fucking... We go to the, well, we're 12. Oh, I thought the transaction was over. I said, trick or treat, you gave me candy. Now, yeah. now you're asking about convenience stores, friend. What's well, going we're, on? We're 12 years old, so we're like too young to know Like this guy's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> but he's like, hold on. He was like, if you guys go to convenience stores, we got this product coming out soon that we want you guys to like buy when it goes in the store. So he comes back and he gives us these like... They're like tongues. I don't know. Like you, it's kind of like a pixie stick, but like the tongue you dip in the candy and everything. And like the tongue, 
sorry to say this, the tongue was like the best tasting hard candy I've ever had in my life. We would just like literally just take, he gave us like five or six. So did it ever come out in convenience stores? No, that was the only time you ever had it. And I looked on the back of the label and it was some company, it was was made in Niles. It wasn't the back of this guy's house. So I checked the address (laughs) and I was like really nervous about trying them because he was like, no, 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 try it right here, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, thanks. We'd rather try it in our house in case we die. So our parents will be there for that. um, and we got home and I wish I'd stayed there because I would have taken like the rest of the guy's box, everything he had, because they ended up never coming out in stores. And it like still haunts my dreams as being like that candy that you want that you just can't get anymore. And hopefully this podcast will get big enough we, or we can win the mega and make a bunch of money and then just start our own candy company and try and uh, crowdsource the flavor again with all those kids <laughs> trick-or-treating in Niles and you, you then you'd be the weird guy going door to door yeah hey did you ever trick-or-treat in Niles did you ever lick a tongue that tasted really good when you were 12 years old that's a great like way to get the door slammed in your face yeah exactly but um I don't know I mean like you have like your local candy shops and stuff and then like does your town do like a local business trick-or-treating or anything Mm, I don't think so. They did one in mine like last weekend because this weekend they're doing some like wine tasting the weekend before Halloween. So all the kids that fucking do it last weekend. We go to like, you go into like all the local businesses and trick or treat ball. It's great for the kids, but you get like, when you go into all these stores, you get attitude from like the local store owners and they're like, Oh my God, like you don't look familiar. Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And, um, you're just kind of like, oh, no, we live in the neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. And like, well, why haven't we even seen? You got to come try our photography studio or try our fucking knickknack shop and stuff. And, like, you're walking around and you're like, oh, yeah, the reason I don't come here is because, like, all your shit kind of stinks. And you only have one kind of this and it's super expensive or it's, like, super cheap. And then when I ask you about something, you're kind of a dick to me. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, oh, you got to support local business. And you're like, it'd be a lot easier to support local business if you were not a local prick to me every time <laughs> I came through. But whatever. Like, I have no problem supporting local business when the guy is nice and they come out and talk to you and blah, 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 and like chit-chat and everything. But when the guy's like kind of a prick to you... Um, yeah, it doesn't really make you want to go back. We used to go to this uh, laundromat, or not laundromat, dry cleaner by us, and it was local business. And it was like a little bit more expensive, but the guy was like really nice and very personable and everything. And so like you wanted to keep going in there. And... Um, I went to go in there like two months ago or something and I pull up and there's like newspaper all over the windows. I'm like, um, what? So I get outside and take a look and I was just going to drop off. We didn't have anything there to pick up. And I like walk up to the window and there's a sign like, Oh, Hey, blah, blah. blah. Uh, we closed down. We've been here for like 40 years, blah, blah. blah and we closed this day last week or whatever. So, um, if you had anything to pick up, it's at this location, two towns over, have fun. Talk to you later. <laughs> Thanks for all your business. That's what always sucks about like local businesses. Like you want to support them and they're like, Oh, here you can get this punch card and it only costs 10 bucks, but you get 10% off, blah, blah, blah. And then you go in there next week and they're closed down. So, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite sandwich places that just happened and I was two punches away from a free sandwich, and now they're permanently closed. Did that punch card come with a hat? It did not, no. Well, then you don't have to talk to denim jacket guy. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
But I think, uh, I don't know if you have anything else to talk no, about. No, I think, I, I mean, we're almost at probably, I mean, we're almost at 45 minutes here, so. I feel like that's a hearty length for a first-time podcast. Yeah, I, I say we uh, cue the music and get the fuck out of here. Now you guys have heard it both ways. All right, well, thanks for listening to us, and hopefully it didn't hurt your ears too much, and we will talk to you next week.